cliffcentral.com. Well, here's something interesting. Uh, TNT Africa, which is channel 137 on DSTV, are launching a brand new AEW, which is All Elite Wrestling, rampage across the African continent. It starts on the 2nd of October, 10 a.m., and uh, you'll probably want to watch this. Now, we've got the world's strongest man, a guy called Mark Henry, who enters the phrase a commentator on AEW Rampage, as well as a scout, coach, and mentor at AEW. The former U.S. Olympic athlete held down a 25-year career in WWE, where he was a two-time world champion. So we're not messing around. Now, joining him on the screen is a Johannesburg-born 33-year-old Angelico, who actually brings an undeniable South African flavor, which we need, in all elite wrestling. In recent months, Angelico's star has risen significantly on the AEW rankings since he was featured on AEW Dynamite. He's on the show with me this morning. Hey, dude, how are you? How's it? How are you today? <laughs> Good. I like that South African how's it. That makes, yeah, yeah. That makes me... <laughs> I, I've been away from my home country for a lot of years, but uh, the how's it's never left me. Now, let's just talk about your, your first AEW appearance. It was at the inaugural Double or Nothing event as part of the Hybrid 2 with Jack Evans. And since then, you've continued to impress in tag team matches and singles competitions, um, notably in an intense match against Cody Rhodes on AEW Dynamite. That was back in December 2020. And I won't pretend that I know all of this, but people have told me all of this. So it sounds it sounds incredible, man. And I can see that... In South Africa, one of the most popular things on TV, without a doubt, is wrestling. It's great that it's happening with a little bit of local flavor. And it's launching, as I said, on Saturday, the 2nd of October on DSTV. That's channel 137. What can people expect to see from you? Like you said, uh, what I always try and bring to the ring is my unique uh, hybrid style of wrestling, which... Uh, I've garnered or earned and learned from my travels around the world as a professional wrestler for the last 15 years. And then my undeniably sort of South African spirit, I guess you could call it, always seems to sort of come out when I make my entrances or when I'm sort of posing off or trying to, uh, I don't know, trying to get under the skin of my opponents. I feel like these kind of quieter dance moves kind of fit in well, you know, they're, they're kind of in a way, they come across arrogant or cocky. Uh, I don't know. To me, to me they, they represent home and they represent South Africa. So uh, I just let those things flow out of me when, I, when I'm performing. Sounds terrific. And I'm, again, I've got to qualify this because people will pick up if, I, if I'm trying to, uh, you know, bullshit people. I'm not the world's most include up wrestling fan. But what I do know is that uh, you have, have a reputation for bringing all that liveliness and vigor in when you come into the ring and I'm interested in how AEW rampage for fans is different from AEW dynamite. Can you give us a bit of a, a differentiation there? Uh, yeah. I mean, format wise, it's, it's, it's slightly different in it's a one hour show. It's not two hours. Um, but mm -hmm. actually in general, it's much of the same, which is a fantastic thing because two hours, I feel of dynamite a week is not enough for AEW. We have such a vast roster of, enormous enormously talented wrestlers that two hours just wasn't enough every week so we needed that extra hour and uh rampage is going to give a, a that extra hour that extra 60 minutes a week for all the talent in the in 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 the in the locker room in the back to to really you know get another opportunity to to be on tv to, to show what they're all about to show what all the wrestling is all about so rampage is going to be different to dynamite but 
thankfully also very similar. It sounds, it sounds amazing. How did you get into this? How did it all start for you? Uh, I mean, for me, it started when I was a kid growing up in South Africa. My grandmother took me to a, a WWF show in Sun City when I was about five or six years old. And it was the first sort of live experience I'd had of, of any sort, you know. Um, and it just happened to be pro wrestling at the time. And, yeah, it just something called to me that night when I was in that audience, when I was watching those guys in that ring. And honestly, the, the, the idea and the sensation of wanting to be a professional wrestler, it never left me from that moment onwards. And I can honestly say that from that point to, to, to now, I always just dreamed and imagined myself being a professional wrestler. And I just worked as hard as I possibly could at it. And thankfully, that's brought me here to All Elite Wrestling. And now I get to wrestle and represent South Africa to millions of fans all over the world. And I, I, I honestly couldn't be more proud. That sounds amazing. So tell me quickly, um, you, you go by Angelico now, but apparently, you know, for people who, who are in the know, you, you were Backpacker Joe, then you were Blonde Superman. So what inspires these names? Where do they come from? Uh, they're all a bit different. The ones that you mentioned actually were more sort of nicknames that I was given at certain points. Uh, yeah. the, the Backpacker Joe is when I was first touring in Japan. Uh, they said that Angelico name was very hard to pronounce for the Japanese uh, public. So they wanted something different, something a bit more comedic. So they came up with the Backpacker Joe. But honestly, I hated it at the time. So it lasted maybe two matches. And then I went back to Angelico. Uh, the Blonde Superman also, it was always Angelico and that was like a nickname my friends had given me when I was younger and that somehow came out in an interview and then somehow stuck to me for a few years. Um, and then Angelico, the first time I was in wrestling school in South Africa, they asked me to write 10 names down on a piece of paper and that was the one that they picked out and 15 years later, that's still the name that I use today. Really? So it's, it's, it's stuck around that long um, because I, yep. I, I think it's probably hard to, to come, come up with a good name and, and be pleased enough with it that you stick to it. That's impressive stuff. All right. So tell me what your message is for African fans and, and in particular South African fans, people who, who may have been following you for many of those years. Yeah, well, first of all, you know, thank you for all the support from back home. You know, I definitely feel it uh, everywhere I go. I mean, I've wrestled in countries all over the world and, and there have been fans in the audience, you know, bringing up South African flags. Uh, so to really feel that support globally is it's, it's quite amazing. And then for the South African fans, just to, to keep supporting wrestling in general from, from All Elite Wrestling, AEW Dynamite to Rampage, which is going to debut now on October 2nd, DSTV, uh, to keep watching it, to keep enjoying it. Tell your friends about it. Tell your family about it. Wrestling's great again. That's, that's the fun thing about it. You know, wrestling had a little dip for a while, but now it's all the way shooting back up. So it's a great time to jump back on board and watch wrestling again, especially if you're a fan when you were younger or, or back in the day. Um, now is, it's the hottest time to be a wrestling fan. It is every week something amazing happens. Uh, so, and also, I'm very proud to be the, the first South African AEW, but I hope I'm not the last. So that's a message going out to all those young wrestling fans in South Africa. I, I need to see some more South Africans out here. <laughs> what do you think it is about wrestling that gets people so hooked up? Because we know that it's massively popular all over the world. But, you know, especially in places like the U.S. And, and South Africa, we've got massive audiences that tune in to watch these matches. What do you think it is? Is it the exci excitement of the moment, the stakes, the the trash talking, the the the... the 
the playfulness of it? What kind of stuff do you think really inspires the fans and gets them yeah. thinking? Everything you just mentioned, I think, you know, is a part of why people are attracted to professional wrestling. And I think above all or else, it's that sort of eternal story of good versus evil, you know, and, and that that's always portrayed in the ring. And that's what we look for in our movies, in sort of comic books, in literature, on TV. Uh, so wrestling is like that live action. It's like a live action uh a live action sequence of good versus evil right in front of your very eyes. So you pick your favorite, you know, for whatever your reasons are and you back him with all your heart and all your might. And, and that's what makes wrestling such a beautiful thing. You, you, you can go with the bad guys if you want to. That's what you're inclined to, to feel, you know, that's your choice. I don't know about you personally, but. Well, for the, for the super fans, I mean, which matches are you most interested in, especially when it comes to who you're going to be uh, up against the most? Who, who do you like uh, um, going against? Who do you think brings the most interesting dynamics to the ring? Uh, I think definitely uh, in the tag team division, it would have to be the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. Right now, I think the Lucha Brothers would be more on my radar because they're the new tag team champions. So obviously, if you're in the tag team division, if your goal is not to be the champion, you know, what are you really doing there? So, and, sure. and those guys are incredible, incredible performers. You know, two brothers from Mexico have been, you know, just, clawing their way to the top of the wrestling world and all my respect to those two but uh in the ring i would love 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 to have a tag team match against those two guys for the for the belts does anyone that you do not want to be matched with you think that they might be bad news probably paul white <laughs> i've seen the size of his hands i don't know if you've seen him he's, he's like seven foot two and i think that that might not be a a nice match to have but uh I'll take on the challenge. I'll take on the challenge. I won't be yeah. happy about it, but I'll take on the challenge. What, what does it feel like to be in there? I mean, what does it feel like to know that there are millions of people watching, that any mistake is going to be seen by everybody, that anything you do that's really great and you, know, you pull some terrific move, you surprise somebody, you do something out of the ordinary, those kinds of things will be remembered by your fans for a long time. How does it feel? Is there a lot of pressure or is it quite exciting? Yeah, it, it's it's both. It's pressure and it's exciting. That that's, I think, why most of us do this. Uh, the nerves that we feel before we go out for a match. I mean, wow, that's so overwhelming. Sometimes you know, you you almost your, your knees are kind of shaking because you can feel the, you can hear the sound of the audience. You can feel them that they're out there. You know, twenty thousand fans last week. AEW had. You can feel that energy, and and that does make you nervous, but. As soon as you step out through the curtain and you're in front of the fans and your music's playing and you're there and you're in character and you're ready to perform, all those nerves go away. You know, now I'm not Adam Bridal anymore. I'm 100% Angelico. So now I, now I can really start to feel it. Now I can start to flow. I can get into my flow state. I can enjoy that atmosphere. But the few seconds prior to coming out in front of the audience is probably the worst. But once I'm out there, I feel completely comfortable. But it's, again, backstage waiting to go out there is very nerve-wracking. Yeah. Do, do fans, like they would for either, you know, soap opera stars or for famous actors, do fans ever kind of expect you to be in character the whole time and expect you to be this, this crazy wrestling guy, even when you, you know, are walking through the shops buying, I don't know, sucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think actually in general like uh in this day and age fans are much more respectful to, to that um 
there's always like a, a blurred line in wrestling, whether you're in character or not, you know, especially when you're using uh, social media, you know, is he, does he really mean what he's saying here or is he saying it more out of character? Uh, so that blurred line comes sometimes gets a bit confusing for fans. But in general, I'd say on the streets and out of the wrestling uh, environment, they're, they're very respectful. I've never had any issues. Well, I mean, it, it can be quite exciting, I suppose, for them if they think that they've spotted you and, and then you end up being in character. They kind of, it's something they didn't expect and they're probably quite pleased with. I remember I've met a couple of famous people. You want them to be in character secretly. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, because that's are. what you know them for, right? You know them as the character, not as who they really are. Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. You, do you still have family and friends you speak to here in South Africa? Yes. All my uncles and cousins still live in Cape Town. My Gogo, my grandmother, and my grandpa still live in Joburg. Um, so, yeah, a lot of family ties still in South Africa. Fantastic. Are you planning to come out here and visit anytime soon? Yes, actually, as soon as I can, as soon as travel sort of permits and it's a bit more free-flowing to get between countries, I'll 100% try and get to South Africa as soon as possible, mainly just to visit my family because it's been two years now that I haven't been able to come back. Uh and, and I'm very desperate to, to see them all. So, yeah, I miss them all a lot, very dearly. And, and as soon as travel permits, I will be back. So just because so many people are confused about whether or not wrestling is a, is a, a serious athletic pursuit or whether it's also part performance, and that's probably half mm-hmm. and half, you have to be pretty fit to do what you're doing. I mean, you have to keep in pretty good shape, and, and you're in extraordinary shape. How how do you keep that up? Because you you can't just do that in the ring. Yeah, there, there we go. Show off a little bit. Go for it. <laughs> there we are. Yeah, he's 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 no slacker. So what do you do to keep fit? Yeah, so I I actually have a lot of uh, different sort of training routines that I I interchange as the years go by. Um, right mm-hmm. now, also through force basically to do it through the through the pandemic as the gyms closed was sort of uh, body weight training. So I've always sort of been interested in it and I've always done sort of dabbled in it here and there. But over the last years when I really had to dedicate myself to, okay, like how can I maintain my muscle, grow my muscle, stimulate my muscles with no weights. Now, you know, there's no gyms open now for the next six months or longer in some cases. Uh, How can I make this work? So just a lot of investigation, a lot of trial and error. uh, And now calisthenics is like, I love it. I love just training with my own body weight and just pushing myself that way. Um, I interchange the calisthenics training now with a lot of skill training. So because I'm not that big for a professional wrestler, you know, it's just my frame just doesn't want to hold that sort of muscle mass. It's, it's not natural for my body. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm quite skinny compared to the other guys. So I thought, oh, well, if I'm losing out on strength and power, you know, I need to try and make up for that in other avenues. So agility. So now I'm training a lot more agility. Uh, and the more you train it, the more agile you become, you know. Funny enough. <laughs> and then balance no, as well. Actually... Balance is something that most people don't specifically train or work on. But in the ring, you know, the ring's moving the whole time. The guy's moving. The ropes are pushing you, you know, which way and backwards. So balance now has become a huge focus of mine. Uh, and then I use other types of uh, stuff to stimulate me. So like uh, skill training in terms of skateboarding at the moment, I've got back into mm-hmm. because I found skateboarding uses so much stabilizing muscles in my legs that I can't mm-hmm. sort of get to in, with normal exercises. So that's become a huge part of my training every week now, just skateboarding every week. Um, 
basketball again. I, I've started playing basketball again. I, I love adding sports into into my training routines. You know, uh, yeah, just trying to always stay active. Trying to always uh, like basketball and skateboarding adds to sort of creativity because no one's telling you how to move. It's not like you can just push the weights. You know, one specific way. It's it's very loose. It's so I like that. I like training in a very controlled way and a very uncontrolled way. And then sort of meeting in the middle, which is what I really am as a performer. And obviously, you know, those kinds of things help you to be nimble too. I mean, you mentioned like in terms of, of sheer body weight and, and mass, you're, you're not the biggest guy in the ring necessarily, but being quick is sometimes better than that, right? Exactly. So if these guys are bigger and they've got more power, that also is going to mean they're a bit slower. They're heavier, you know, mm. that, that, that mass is, is real. So, I can use my agility. I can use my speed to my my advantage. Um, and obviously, if I can, if I train more in those aspects, then I become better at those aspects, and then I'll be able to use them better against my opponents. So it's just sort of finding what fits with you as a performer or as an athlete, rather, and then just sort of keeping on that avenue, but not always, not being so strict. I like that my avenues sort of twist and wind. Well, listen, man, it's really good to to meet you and to have you on the show. I'm always thrilled to meet people who do stuff that that in, involves a whole community of people, millions of people all over the world, who are just absolutely fanatical. Uh, you're making South Africa proud, so we're thrilled to have you on the show this morning. And I, I can't tell anybody enough that you've got to watch what uh, Angelico Adam is up to this coming Saturday, the 2nd of October. It's all happening on TNT, which is DSTV channel 137. And it's on at 10 in the morning. So even if you are hungover the next day, you'll still have time to recover and watch the show. This is terrific. That is right. Well no excuses. AEW Rampage mm-hmm. will be the best way to spend your Saturday morning. I damn guarantee it. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Good to speak to you. Thank you, guys. Cliffcentral.com.